Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Dustin Neff, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2012, is a third-generation HVAC entrepreneur and the general manager of AAA AC and Heating in the DFW Metroplex. We talked about what it's like to work with family and to grow your business in a really innovative way, despite being in an extremely challenging environment. Welcome back, Ags. We have got another special episode for you today. Dustin Neff is the general manager of a two-time Aggie 100 winning company. Dustin, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your willingness to to be open and to share a little bit of knowledge with us today. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. And you, uh, Chris, as well. I I appreciate the invite. Uh, I'm excited. Let's do this. Yeah, well, we love starting off Aggie Growth Acts. We love Texas A and M, and you're you're up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're in Dallas. Uh, we do, you know, Dallas Fort Worth, a, a huge metroplex, but uh, we co- we cover many zip codes. Um, so we're uh, we 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 have a probably 35, 40 mile range uh, from radius from our office. So uh, we we touch just about everywhere. Okay, well, that's not too far from Aggie Land, uh, so you probably come down a little bit. But but what do you miss about being a student at A and M? Because when you come down now, you're not a student. You don't have that carefree life. What do you miss about being a student? Oh man, uh, man. I guess first off, I just miss the twelfth man. Uh, I miss game days. I I, I miss um, everybody uh, coming together to uh, root on our Ags and. Um, I miss camping out pool for tickets. I miss being the first one in the Reed Arena when we beat Texas back in, uh, it was probably 2010, uh, made it on ESPN. Uh, I miss game days. I, I miss walking across campus. Campus was one of my favorite parts about it. It's just beautiful. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot I miss, but you know, friendships that I formed, uh, are going to last a lifetime. So it's exciting. And there's nothing, you know, better than the uh, 12th man, honestly. So, you know, in the entire world, right? Yeah. So one of my favorite things to kind of extract from y'all entrepreneurs, right? I'm an entrepreneur also. We all all have our entrepreneurial journeys and our our stories, you know. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, AAA and how did you get there and and, and what do you do? and, And just pretty much give us your story here. So uh, at AAA, uh, you know, I'm the I'm the general manager, but uh, a little backstory. So, you know, my father owns the business. He's had the business for 33 years. Um, I've worked for the business for AAA since I was 14. So uh, I've, I've been been in it for a long time, um, you know, and it, it's been my goal since uh, eighth grade. I told him, I said, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to, you know, get a degree. I'm going to come back and I'm going to turn this into something, you know, it it provided a great life for us growing up. Um, but I, I want to, I want to take it to the next level and see what it can really do. So, um, I'm excited about the, uh, the growth that we're seeing. That is so cool. So, so you knew, you knew at a young age that this was, this was not only an industry, but this was the business that you wanted to get into. And that's so cool about multi-generational businesses that, that you can have that, but that's also got to be, kind of a struggle sometimes. I mean, if, if, if you've got a, an older generation that, that grew it, did, did your dad found it? 
So my dad did not find, uh, found it. Um, he uh, AAA has been in business since 1969. We're the the second owners uh, okay. of it. So I mean, not not many hands have gone through it. They just uh, they were ready to retire back when he bought it in in '89. Um, so. Um, but my grandfather, uh, actually is the one who kind of started us in this industry, uh, 1949, he got out of the war, uh, World War II, um, and he started in commercial refrigeration. My dad learned from him. I learned from my dad. So we're actually three generations of, uh, wow. air conditioning contractors. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So, so this is what I've talked about. We're, we're going to, I'm warning you, we're going off script now. So, so let's, let's dive. I, I love, I love hearing entrepreneur story. I love hearing generational entrepreneur story, but uh, one of the things that I consistently hear is that, that it takes, it takes communication to run your business no matter what. But then when you've got multiple generations, this is the way we did it back in my day and it worked for me. And why the hell are you going to try and change it? You know, all, all this. I mean, how is that? How much more communication do you have to do now? Or, I mean, do you have a system set up that that's really to over communicate your, the long-term goals for the company? Um, you know, really, I mean, I'm the, I'm the one that comes up with the long-term goals. Me, me and my wife, uh, my wife is also an Aggie. She's a class of 2015. Um, you know, we work really hard together on this and plan, um, but we're very open about our vision and, and our team knows where we want to go. And they know that what they're going to, um, you know, what they're going to achieve by helping us hit our goals, helping the company hit, hit its goals, that they're going to be successful. Um, but communication is key. Uh, if you don't communicate, things fall through the cracks. Um, so we, we can always get better. We're not perfect. Um, and we, we still have a lot of learning to do. Um, but at the same time, um, the, the steps that we have taken um, on the communication platform has really is what has helped us kind of take it to the next level. Um, and, and everybody knows that vision. Everybody knows where we're going. Everybody's on the boat. Uh, and we're all working towards one common goal. And how do you how do you set that goal? Like like do you have like EOS or, or some type of system that you say okay here's what my five ten year I know we're we're probably getting into some other questions, but um, it, as you and your wife are setting those things, is it just monetary goals? Is it hey we want to be this big? Um, where where do you kind of see AAA? Uh, so I guess if we're talking about that uh, the big hairy audacious goal, yeah, um, you know I guess it kind of it kind of goes in that, especially if we're looking at five to 10 year, you know, when we first started really taking over the business in 2017, um, we had those, you know, that one year goal, that three year goal. Um, but I guess my five to 10 year goal would has really always been, you know, we're home service business, but we're air conditioning. I'd love to do plumbing. My customers ask all the time, when are you going to do water heaters? I'd love to do electrical. Uh, you know, I'd really love to become like a, a value home service business. So that'd be my big long-term goal. Um, and, you know, that's probably going to be through acquisition um, and, and hiring the right people, getting getting the electricians in here, getting the plumbing master license. Cause um, you know, I don't have a lot of time to be able to go and get my plumbing license. It takes 10 years and it's a, it's a lot that they have to go through. So, um, but finding the right people is something I definitely think we can do. That's awesome. So, when you started in 2014, you said that that you had this vision that that you're going to be taking over this company. Was that kind of an expectation, or was was that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do this? 
I don't know if uh, my dad might say something different. Uh, you know, he might all, all along uh, kind of expected me to do this. But, uh, you know, this actually, so this goes back to eighth grade. So, like, you know, 2000 and, 2003, I guess, was when I was like, you know what, I, I want to do this. Because he had me while my friends were on a boat or out riding their bikes. I was in a 115-degree attic installing air conditioning uh, equipment. Uh, and, and helping homeowners solve their problems. So um, it's, it's all I know um, as far as the air conditioning side of it. I, I don't really know what I would do if I wasn't doing this. Um, but I think he, he did expect me to do it just because, you know, I, my grandpa did it. He did it. I did it. And, you know, it's like farmers. Usually if you're in the generation of farming, your son's going to be a farmer. Their son's going to be a farmer. It, it was kind of the same way for our family. It was kind of destined to be here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. My kids don't have that same philosophy, right? By the way, on marketing. So you know. <laughs> my sister didn't, she didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, right. uh, and I, I'm telling my son, it. he doesn't need to go into banking. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, Dustin, let's pause a second right here and let's hit, have a message from our sponsor. And we're back. So Dustin, you, you've obviously have a, a, big hairy audacious goal for for this company and you have you've proven that you can execute on that goal by winning two Aggie 100s so far and definitely many many more to come but is there is is there a tipping point that that you can kind of look back in the last couple of years to say okay this is what really has allowed us to have that exponential growth and to really set you on that really strong glide path uh, yes, I, I'd probably say the tipping point was, uh, when I got out of the way, you know, uh, I was working in the business, uh, as a technician, uh, I was a salesman, I was the maintenance man, I was the installer, I was the, uh, warehouse inventory specialist, I was the equipment deliverer, uh, you know, I, I just, it was taking this hat off and putting another hat on, um, and that, that didn't give me enough time to, to focus on the business because I was working so much in the business. Uh, so I got out of the way um, and uh, I, we, we hired more technicians. We hired a great salesman. Um, and I started to work on our processes to, to define what we need to do in the home to uh, take it to the next level. So what, what drove that? I mean, was, was that a decision, conscious decision on your part? Or were you just like, I've got to stop doing everything? Or, or what was it? Was this a business coach that told you to do that? It was a business coach. Uh, you know, if I, I, you know, I love my father, but if it was up to him, I'd probably still be in a truck uh, running service because, you know, he, he was a great technician uh, and a salesman over the years. And I say salesman, uh, you know, we, we provide home comfort solutions. I don't like the term salesman or project manager, I guess. Um, but he, he'd probably still have me in a truck if I didn't, you know, kind of put my foot down and say, hey, no, I need to get out of the way. I need to find some people that are better than us. Let's get them in here. Let's take things to the level. That's awesome. So let's talk about today. What what are some of the challenges that you're facing right now today in April 1st, by the way, happy or <laughs> April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day, right? This is not a joke. This is, this is a legit joke? podcast. <laughs> right, <No>. right. <laughs> um, so what, what challenges are you faced with right now? Well, I'm sure uh, everybody's feeling the effects of uh, just kind of everything that we've been going through as a nation over the last couple of years. Um, but really for us, I'd probably say supply chain issues. 
uh, are one of our biggest obstacles that we're, we're seeing. Um, I got some materials and, and uh, equipment that are 30 to 50 weeks out. So how do you provide good service? weeks? Yeah. Wow. How, do you, how do you provide good service to someone if you can't get the equipment? Um, so uh, it's just, it's been difficult to get things. Uh, I've been doing this for a very long time. Of, uh, even though I, you know, before I was working in the business uh, for AAA, you know, I'd ride with my dad on calls and you just went to the supply house, you picked up what you needed and you left. There was no, it was no, it was, wasn't anything like this. Now you have to call this one, see if they have it before you waste a trip across town. Um, so, but to overcome the issues, we're strengthening our relationship with our existing suppliers. Uh, we've negotiated deals to, to stock our warehouse the best we can so that we're ready for the summer. Cause you know, as they say, in the, the game of Thrones, instead of winners, summer is coming. It's going to be here <laughs> before we know it. Um, so we're, we're trying to be prepared, um, the best we can. Actually, a good friend of mine, uh, told me something about the five P's, you know, the five P's are proper preparation prevents poor oh, yeah. performance. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying to be, pre- I'm trying to be prepared the best I can, um, you know, and, and try to just try to be ready for it and keep the warehouse stocked, keep relationships with our vendors good make sure bills are paid on time. Uh, and they're going to take care of us. I, I believe in them. So you said that there are people with, with 52 weeks. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, we have some commercial equipment right now, and commercial equipment's really suffering. Uh, but we've, uh, you know, been trying to quote uh, replacements, and we're getting some fifty-week lead times before equipment's actually going to be in warehouse and ready to go. Wow. Okay, so so I'm gonna I, I can't help my the the banker in me is saying okay, so you're you're going through and and I love that you are increasing and strengthening the relationship with the suppliers that you've got, but then you've also got to lean into and invest into a deeper inventory for for you so that you have that on hand and and chris i mean this is this is the third one like in the in the last month that we've had this discussion with and so all entrepreneurs have got this mindset but that is that is like that's a real legit investment and taking putting cash into inventory keeps you from having that same cash to be able to grow so so how are you managing that how are you working that uh with consignment um, and with, uh, you know, helping our use our suppliers warehouse where, you know, we have allotted and said, we're going to do X amount this year. We expect to sell X, the X amount of systems. And this is how we're going to do it. And this is what our marketing budget is. This is how we're going to achieve those goals. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not that I'm having to front a bunch of cash to, um, you know, acquire it and keep it. Um, they're just holding it for us. Um, I do have some stuff in my, in my warehouse. Uh, but we don't have, you know, a 10,000 square foot, you know, warehouse. We're in a, in about 3,500. So it's, uh-huh. I, I have some stuff, but it's, it's like I said, it comes back to those relationships and, and showing them, hey, this is what we're going to do. These are the numbers we're going to hit. This is our goal. Can you guarantee that I'm going to have this equipment? And, uh, you know, as long as the promises are kept, then everything should be good. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not front and cash. It's just using consignment. Um, and, and making deals. But you probably have never had to take a marketing plan to a, a wholesaler before to be able to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. But I mean, the, these that I love that is such a creative solution to that to that problem. Absolutely. So this is going to take us, I think, into our lightning round. But before we do that, we're going to pause for a word from our sponsor. 
And we're back. Okay, so lightning round rules, Dustin. You ready? <laughs> okay. You have one minute or less to answer each one of the questions. You up for it? Yep. All right. So what is your favorite hack? This can be personal. This can be business. Doesn't matter. We just need a hack that you give us because we're Haggy Growth Hacks. So uh, my hack would be uh, what I've been uh, hearing from my business mentors is uh, hire people who are better than you. I know I said that earlier. Do what you do best. Find out what you want to do, what you like to do. And if you don't like to do this, then find someone who's really good at it and let them do that. Uh, and then take those people to the top with you when you're going. So what is it that you do best? I am... Yeah, I just have such a, a strong understanding of the business and I've been in it for so long. I'm just the helper. If someone has a question and doesn't quite understand the best route or maybe they, they want to try it this way, I'll let them try it that way. Um, but there could be, if as long as the goals are met, I don't say anything. But if something is a little longer on time, uh, then I'll you know help coach them to say, hey, here's a better way that can make you more successful and it's not going to take as much time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Dustin, what is your what what's your favorite bit of advice that you've ever received? And then bonus points for if you can tell us how you've actually implemented it in in your company. <laughs> uh, so this was a pretty new one. This little piece right here. You know, I have some other things that uh, I've gotten that I've liked, um, but I can use this in personal and business. Um, and it's be consistent, and you will be successful. I'm real bad about jumping from task to task and, and not actually finishing something I need to finish. So doing what it uh, doing what it says, doing what I need to do, not giving up on it, getting distracted by other tasks, uh, and finishing it up first. Love it. All right, we kind of hinted on this one before, but what is your superpower? Um, so looking, I like to say looking outside the box, not getting stuck in the black and the white. Uh, sometimes the gray can get you to there to the same goal. Um, and sometimes outside the box, uh, will, will make you more successful. We don't have to just do it. How my grandpa did it. Uh, things have changed. Times have changed. Change is good. Change is what makes the world evolve. Uh, you shouldn't fear change. Uh, change usually brings growth. But, but you've got to be able to have a whole heck of a lot more emotional <laughs> courage and strength to, to be able to have that attitude. I mean, I 100% agree that the change is going to happen to all of us. And so we might as well just deal with it. But it's, it's a hell of a lot more comfortable just to not change. <laughs> it is. But, uh, you know, usually the most success, successful people aren't just sitting in their comfort zones. They're the ones taking the risk and getting out of it. That, that's right. That's right. Dustin, what gets you out of bed and excited every morning? Man, I love to help people. I love to help our clients. I love to help our customers. Um, I love to serve my team. Um, I want to see them be successful um, as they as, as successful as they want to be. Um, you know, Zig Ziglar, my dad took me out to school when I was in like fourth grade to go to, to go see Zig and some, some other uh, great thinking minds. And one of my favorite quotes is from Zig is um, you, you can have everything in life that you want. If you'll just help enough people get uh, what they want. Um, so I'm all about if, if they have a goal and they say, this is what I want, this is what I want to do. I'm going to fight, figure out how they can get there and show them that map. So just, just helping people reach their dreams. That's what I love to do. Love it. Well, Dustin, we all know how powerful that the Aggie Network is. How can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? 
Um, you know, we help uh, a bunch of Aggies uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I've gotten a bunch of business from the Aggie 100s where they say, hey, I, I see, I saw you on the list and we want to try you. And, you know, we always got that Aggie discount. Uh, but, uh, you know, 12%, it's just, right? <laughs> you know, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Calls us um, from this podcast, a uh, 12% discount on anything you're getting that day. So, uh, but yeah, it would just be to support us. Um, that's, you know, support, support the small businesses. Um, you know, and if we can serve you and uh, you want to give us a chance, we'd be happy to. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for just sharing a lot of wisdom with us. You know, we talked about before we, we started rolling, you've got some amazing things that are that are kind of getting stacked up for you. So we really can't wait to celebrate your your current success, your future success to allow to to really see your company as you as you integrate. What would you call it? The, 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 the complete home service company? you know, to, to be able to have that, um, maybe to see, to, to celebrate with you when you get your master plumber certificate, <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for joining us. Um, can't wait to, to celebrate your next, next Aggie 100 win with you. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on and, and, uh, believing in our small business and, and taking the time to, to talk to, you know, just an old air conditioning contractor, you know, <laughs> Well, was that amazing or what? That was some good bull right there. I know that I had a lot of takeaways from that, but what was your favorite one, Greg? Chris, I think that what, of course, being a banker, and we kind of dug in this a little bit, but I've, I've been having so many conversations with entrepreneurs about how they manage the supply chain because because being open and honest with your clients and just being like, hey, I can't, I can't do this, that only gets you so far. You know, they're, they're understanding that, but it's like, okay, I understand that you can't do that. I understand that it's not your fault, but I still need an HVAC unit. And so for, for, for Dustin to be able to be creative and say, look, I don't have a ton of money that I can just sink into these units. And so how, how can I talk with my suppliers? How can I talk with the, the wholesalers and not, not really give them all the cash up front, but to be able to say, I'm going to have X number of units that are going to, that I guarantee I'm going to buy from you this year. And here's my marketing plan. Here's how we're really going to do it. And to really invite them to be partners in his business, you know, investors in his business that that have no equity in it. But that was a really creative solution. And I'm sure that a lot of entrepreneurs are doing that. But to, to really realize that you've got a, what he also talked about uh, thinking in the gray, it's not black and white. And so coming up with creative solutions in order to to find uh, how we're going to deal with this problem that that he hasn't dealt with before, his dad hasn't dealt with before, his grandfather hadn't dealt with before. So I thought that that was really powerful super cool what about you what what's the number one you're taking away so while i agree with you and 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 that's you're right that's something that we have heard from entrepreneur after entrepreneur entrepreneur after entrepreneur you know is that you know there's all these supply chain issues and what do you do about that that was super creative how how he was doing that um so my biggest takeaway is something that's really top of mind right now anyways which is get out of my own way right mm -hmm. so uh 
And, and I love that advice that he got from his business coach of, you know, take the things that you don't like doing or that you're not good at, take them off of your plate, stop doing those things and give them to someone that, that really loves doing that. And that's mm-hmm. just honestly, mm-hmm. we, we've heard this one also from pretty much every single entrepreneur that we have interviewed and what are we at 75 or whatever, you know, interviews here with Aggie entrepreneurs is it's, it's the same thing over and over and over again, right? Get the right people in the right mm-hmm. seat. Yep. Take it off of your plate. If you're going to scale your business, you have to start doing that and thinking that way and changing your mindset. And I'm really talking to myself right now. <laughs> Preached. <laughs> right. Uh, so self in the future, make sure that, that I'm listening to this right now and going, oh man, I sh- I, that's right. I did that right. So <laughs> anyways, that's my takeaway. Get out of your own way. I love it. Well, I guess that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you're not connected with Dustin, we hope that you connect with him and make sure that you hit him up for that Aggie 12% discount, especially make sure that you mention Aggie Growth Hacks. We also hope that you connect with Chris and I and that you connect with Aggie Growth Hacks on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are. But really make sure that you join our Facebook group where we continue this conversation. While you're on the web, check out AggieGrowthHacks.com where you can listen to our previous episodes as well as some of our other amazing content. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website and find a program that's right for you. Just go to AggieGrowthHacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. So join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig'em.